The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. At that time, there were some present who told him about the Galileans who, whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. Jesus asked him, do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, that they were worse sinners than all the other Galileans? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all perish as they did. Those 18 who were killed when the Tower of Siloam fell on them, do you think that they were worse offenders than all those others living in Jerusalem? No, but I tell you, unless you repent, you will all perish just as they did. Then he told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came looking for fruit on it and found none. So he said to the gardener, see, here, for three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree, and I still find none. Cut it down. Why should it be wasting the soil? He replied, sir, let it alone for one more year until I dig around it and put manure on it. If it bears fruit next year, well and good, but if not, you can cut it down. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Sometimes when we read scripture, we need to know the context in which we are reading. Today we are coming into the middle of a conversation that Jesus is having while he is teaching his disciples and those around them, the crowds, while he is making his way towards the cross. We are in Luke chapter 13 and in Luke chapter 12, Jesus told several parables about money, about foolishness and always being prepared. So he continues to have those conversations. He told the parable of the rich man. He says, do not worry about your life and what you will eat or what you will drink. Keep your lamps lit. And he concludes by suggesting to those that are listening that they do not miss the point. That if they are able to read the signs, to be able to see what is happening around them, that they will be able to connect with God in a deeper way. And that's what we want to do. We want to be able to connect with God in a deep way. We want to be able to connect to one another. But if we are completely honest, we do not always see what is happening around us. We, we look at the world and we do see devastation. We do see Hunger, we do see pain, we do see heartache, but we don't always recognize that and see how it relates to us in our lives. We do not know what is going to happen next and how we can be fully prepared to help others in need. And then we start to ask the question at least I know I do why do bad things happen to good people? Do they deserve them? Is it, is it our own fault? If I don't give a, a dollar to the homeless person that I walk by, does that mean I'm a bad person? Does that mean something bad is going to happen to me? Do I deserve the bad things that are happening to me in my life? Well, let me tell you, God does care about us first and foremost. 
God cares about us. God cares about how we treat one another. Which is one of the reasons why we have the parable in our gospel lesson today about the fig tree. You see, parables are stories. Stories that have meaning behind them. We, we like to tell our stories. We, we, we have our own stories. We, we have things that have happened in our lives. And we try to make sense of those stories. We try to make sense of what is happening to us. We try to understand why they are happening and how they lead us into the future. One of the stories that I've told myself over and over again is that I, the only way that I can achieve success in my life is if I constantly work. I need to be moving all the time. I need to be productive. I need to have the, the latest tools to help me get ahead in life. Even when I take time off, I need to be thinking about work or doing things that, that, that help me move forward in my life. Over the years, this has led me to spend less and less time with my family. Even when I do spend time with my family, sometimes I find myself, my mind wandering off to what is happening next or what I should be doing instead of sitting and relaxing with my family. The more and more I try to achieve, the more and more tired I am. So that means I'm a little less productive. Uh, this past week, many, many of you know that I was on vacation. And, and typically when I have gone on vacation, I usually bring my laptop with me. And I, I sneak away early in the morning just to check email to make sure that nothing is happening or, or I need to be sending something out or working on a project. Or I bring my, my phone and my camera and my, my tripod. And maybe while I'm here in this place, in this setting, maybe I'll shoot a couple of videos that I've been thinking about. Trying to, to keep that momentum moving even when I'm trying to relax. When we do things like that, we, we sacrifice our time. We sacrifice the opportunity to renew, to grow. And we may become like the fig tree who has all the, the, the right things around it but, and grows, but it doesn't produce fruit. That is taken away. We begin to cut ourselves off on the source of life. We need that time apart. We need opportunities to be able to renew ourselves. And our first instinct is to be like the landowner. When we, when we have something that is not producing fruit, we, we want to get rid of it, to cut it off, to, because it's taking up too much room and energy and, and it's taken away from what we want to do and succeed with. The landowner only wants the fig trees that produce the fruit. But the gardener comes in and says, let's give it another chance. The gardener sees potential. The gardener sees an opportunity for life. The gardener requests one more year. One more year to tend to the tree, to, to loosen the soil around the tree, to put manure around it. But if it doesn't respond, then, then yeah, let's talk about cutting it down. 
have that mentality of the gardener. To give life when we don't first see any. To give hope, to give opportunity when there seems to be none. Typically in in parables, in these stories, characters are related to certain individuals. In, In this parable, the landowner typically is seen as God. The gardener is seen as Jesus. Jesus comes and says, you know, even though there is no fruit again and again, even though throughout history people have turned away from God, God does not just cut them down. Jesus says, give them another chance. I will give everything I am, everything I have in order to help people see life. Jesus is willing to do anything to ensure that we know the love and the grace and the forgiveness of God. So how do we do this? How do we live this life? How do we live this out in our own lives? Well, first, we take a step back. We take a step back and we look at what is happening in the world around us. God invites us to look at the world a little differently. Jesus takes our everyday life and helps us realize that life is a gift, that God is seeking us out, that there is so much more good that we can do with the time that we are given. And we don't know how much longer we have. We don't know how long our lives will be. We don't know when it will come to a close. But we do know that we are given a gift. And we can pursue good things for God's people. That's when we look out into the world. We see what are the needs of others. That there is something about helping someone else that helps us feel full. Feel refreshed. Feel renewed. You know, so, so when I do go on vacation, when I do sit back, I know that I'm not just caring for myself. That yes, I can step, take a step away from work and, and spend time and relax. But this past week, I was also able to meet my needs and the needs of the people around me to ensure that everyone was cared for. That it wasn't just about me, that it was about my family, my my brothers and my mother, my sister-in-law and my niece and my nephews and my wife and my children. Showing that we were all happy, that we were all fulfilled and content. And the second thing is we begin to realize that there are times when we do think about ourselves, when we're all, there are times that we put our needs above God's needs. We put our needs above every single other person and we, we, we forget to look out and see how we can be helpful in the world. Or, or we forget that, that there are certain things that we should and shouldn't do. That's called sin. We're all sinners. And that is to repent. Repent isn't just about saying what we have done wrong, but it's about turning away from that sin. Turning away from the things that put a barrier between us and God, turning away from the things that 
that put a barrier between us and the world. To repent. To ask for God's forgiveness. And God does promise us forgiveness and grace and love. The third thing is to keep moving forward. There there are going to be many more times when we need to repent. There are many more times when we need to turn away. There are many more celebrations when we do get it right. And that's why God gives us not only a second chance, but a third chance, a fourth chance. God gives us as many chances as we need. And all the while, Jesus is digging around our roots, giving us more space more opportunities to experience God's love. We are thankful for that grace. And we come back to to this place and we hear about what God is doing for us in our lives. We, we, We have a space where we can support one another in our faith on our journey. We have an opportunity to gather around the altar and experience the love and the grace of God in a real physical way. So that we again are sent back out into the world to utilize the grace and the comfort and the joy and the forgiveness that we experience here in this place and, and spread around to others in the world that we meet. Thanks be to God. In Jesus' name, amen.